Good day, brothers and sisters, and welcome to another edition of Centurion Faith, the podcast that helps the believer in Jesus Christ to seek the kind of faith that makes him marvel. Hebrews 11, verse 6 says that without faith, it's impossible to please God because anyone who comes to God must not only believe that he exists, but that he's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. You know, you're going to be rewarded every time you seek after God, even with just a thought, just a single thought towards God is really just a sometimes the most perfect prayer. It says in Psalm 139 that God's thoughts towards us are, are more vast than all the sand on the sea, the grains of sand. That's a lot of thoughts uh, towards us. And so when we just think about God, I think it's sometimes just a beautiful act of worship, just to give him thought, just to give him, as we say, the time of day. And when we give him our thoughts um, and we're thankful in our thoughts and, and loving in our thoughts and... Um, peaceful in our thoughts. I think it's very pleasing to God. I think we're we're just turning our hearts towards him, turning our minds towards him is just a beautiful act of worship in and of itself. I didn't expect to even say this to you this morning, but I want you to know that. Um, I would say you're probably, if you're listening to this podcast, my guess is that you're somebody who's seeking after God. You're, you're one of us, uh, you, you're one of the fanatics uh, or what God calls his remnant, people that are really chasing after and seeking after God. And the one thing he showed me this morning uh, is that when we seek after him, we certainly don't have to be perfect in, in what we're discovering and finding. Matter of fact, we're wrong, but you know, things I believed in two or three years ago, I don't believe in today as far as uh, um, you know God's ways and his word and things like that. So we're always learning, always growing, and God's not at, um, mad at us if... Uh, <laughs> If we're in error in our in our um, you know our what we're discovering in him, sometimes we we um, have a lot of things that he's undoing in us, kind of untangling the fishing line that's uh, all tangled up uh, in our mind. So um, I just wanted to tell you today, just encourage you to seek after God with all you have. He loves it, and just like kids trying to discover something new. Um, you know, he, the father just loves it when his kids just seek after him. And we certainly don't have to do it perfectly. Matter of fact, uh, we're, every one of us is, is going to do it imperfectly. But he's a perfect God and he gets us to where we need to be. The Bible says in First uh, Corinthians 13, it says, you know, we, now we know in part, but then we shall know in full. And, and um, you know, these three things remain, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is loved. You're loved by God. He so loved you that he gave his son. You know, no, nobody nobody on this, you might have one or two people in this earthly realm that might give up their life for you. Usually like a parent might do that. But God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. So I wanted to share just a quick word with you today. I'll try to be brief and uh, God willing, I can do so. And with as few words of my own and more of the word of God, I wanted to share this message with you called Show Up and God Will Show Out. Show Up and God Will Show Out. Um, I think we think sometimes too much about our words and sometimes we get lost with many words. I know I do that. Um, sometimes God is asking me to be quiet. I like to talk a lot, especially when it comes to things of God 
And sometimes God just wants me to shut up. Sit down and shut up, as Reverend Fred tells us sometimes, and, and we all laugh. But yeah, sometimes it is time to talk, and sometimes it's just time to just to, to show up and shut up. And, you know, the Bible says that uh, Jesus himself says that um, he's with us always. You know, before he, he went, uh, after his uh, death, his burial, his resurrection, and before he ascended back up into heaven in Matthew 28, in the very last verses of Matthew 28, right? So these are kind of his final words before he goes up and sends us the Holy Spirit. He says, uh, all power... Jesus came and spoke to them. This is in Matthew 28, right at the end. It's the very end of the book of Matthew 28, 18. Jesus came and spoke to them, and he speaks to us today by this same word, right? Saying, all power is given to me in heaven and in earth. Go therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things, whatever I've commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. Amen. And so God promises us that uh, he's going to send us his Holy Spirit, which he has for every believer who's put their faith in Christ. They're sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. And he says, there's one just like me that'll be living in you. And he will He will uh, lead you and guide you into all truth and uh, remind you of everything that I've said. So we have Christ living in us through the presence of the Holy Spirit. So sometimes all we have to do is really show up. We're called to a lot of places. We're invited to places. Jesus was invited to a wedding. We get invited to weddings. Jesus was invited to dinner at religious people's houses. The very Some of the very people that were coming against him. He was um, invited to a lot of sinners' houses too, people that, that the religious people hated. So he was invited everywhere and he came when he was invited. Jesus says in Matthew eleven twenty eight, come to me, all you are weary and burdened, and I'll give you rest. Take my spirit upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart, and you can find rest for your souls. For my spirit is easy and my burden is light. You know, his yoke, it says, is easy and his burden is light. So he puts this light yoke on us through the Holy Spirit, leading and guiding us. And a lot of times God just wants us to come to him and rest And then once we're rested and ready, we go out and we go and do what he instructs us to do through that gentle leading. And and often um, he's working in other people. The Holy Spirit convicts the world of sin and the Holy Spirit convicts us of righteousness. He convicts the devil of his judgment, his impending judgment. He knows that he has been defeated, that his days are numbered. And he knows it. And believers in Christ know that. And that's why we can walk today with power and authority and tread on the serpents and the scorpions and all the dirt and the devil. Um, They're all under our feet. We walk in the authority in the name of Jesus Christ and by the shed blood of Christ, which which surrounds us, his favor that surrounds us. Uh, When we get to knowing who we are in Christ, The devil is no match for us. But if we try to fight him with our flesh, we're no match for him. That's where he operates best. But we're in the spiritual realm. We're at a higher realm. And we're seated with Christ in heavenly places. So really, when you catch a hold of this, that Christ lives in you, you know, Jesus said in John 14, 17, 
Um, he, he was talking to the disciples and he certainly speaks to us today and it's clear in his word that everything that he, he spoke was eternal. So he's speaking to us today through the same word, heaven and earth will pass away. He said, but my words will never pass away. So they're true through all generations for all people, whoever would receive, he says, can have. And so he says in John 14, 17, the, even the spirit of truth, he's talking about the Holy Spirit, whom the world cannot receive, right? The world, meaning non-believers, because it sees him not and it doesn't know him, but you know him, you know the Holy Spirit, for he dwells with you and he shall be in you. He dwells with you and he shall be in you. The, the, um, the way that the Holy Spirit works is he's, he's always here, he's ever present, uh, he's in this world today and he's with us, but for a believer, and he was speaking, keep in mind to the disciples, you know, before he went to the cross, he said, you know, God is obviously with you. They saw signs and wonders and miracles because the Holy Spirit was with him. But he said, he shall be in you. Like when he, you know, he shall be in you. So um, in John, to prove this again, in John uh, seven thirty seven, this is such a great scripture. In the last great day of the feast, Jesus stood up and he cried, he cried. And he said, if any man is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. He that believes on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. And then it says in the next verse, but this he spoke of the spirit, which they that believe on him should receive, meaning they would receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified. He had to go to the cross to shed his blood for the forgiveness of our sins. He had to go to the cross to nail that sin nature that produced the sin to the cross, that old man. The sin factory was destroyed. It's an absolutely amazing truth what God did through Christ. The blood of Jesus dealt with our acts of sin and the cross dealt with our sin nature that produced the sin. Amazing truth. Jesus says, right, um, when, you, when you come to him, believe on him, and, and basically what he's saying in this scripture is when we act, when we go, his power is always with us. The Holy Spirit's always in us. So sometimes just by going somewhere, just by us showing up, and that's the title of my message today, show up and God will show out. A lot of times all we really have to do is show up. Having a ministry, your life is your ministry, by the way. We're all ministers of God. I don't believe in ministry offices and all this. I mean, that's fine if, you, if you're in that, but, but I think God's made us, it says all ministers of reconciliation in 2 Corinthians 5, I think it's 18, that we're all ministers of reconciliation. We're all imploring people, be reconciled to Christ for he who knew no sin became sin for us so that in him, we could become the righteousness of God in our spiritual union with him. We are made right. What a beautiful truth. What Jesus did is so far beyond what the human mind can understand. It can't understand it. It can't understand these things. It can only be revealed by the Holy Spirit. He's the great revelator, reveals to us what it is that Christ has done. And as we dig deep in these podcasts and go down deep, I think we're gonna love God more and just love on Jesus more and see what he did for us was just so, so deep, so deep that we're gonna spend all of eternity trying to unpack this. 
Hebrews 13, 5, Jesus says, free yourselves from the love of money, right? Covetousness, it's called in the Bible. Um, you know, to, to get away from that. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Isn't that amazing? He says, don't go after the things of this world, the money, right? It's not, a, it's a big money grab for most people. And I fight against this myself too, the things of this world. And he says, free yourself from the love of money. Here it is in the, in the NIV, it says, keep your, keep your lives free from the love of money and be content with what you have because God has said, never will I leave you, never will I forsake you. Jesus says, I'm with you always to the end of the age. When we have him, when we see that we have God living in us, that he sealed our spirit with his spirit, 1 Corinthians 6, 17, Ephesians 1, 13, Romans 5, 5, all say that we've been sealed by the Holy Spirit. He's put his seal, he's put his mark on you and he's not gonna take it off. Even on your worst day, God doesn't wanna leave you. He's always with you. Matter of fact, I feel closest to God some days when I mess up the most and I come to him and I say, Lord, I'm so sorry. And he says, I forgive you. It's already dealt with on my cross. It's already dealt with by Jesus. He took this sin and he restores me to fellowship with him and I love him all the more. Luke 7, 47, Jesus says, this woman, her sins were many and that's why she's crying these tears, enough tears to wash my feet. He says, she's forgiven much, she loves much. When you're forgiven of a lot, the bigger your, the bigger your rap sheet is, you know, the bigger your criminal history, your record is, the more you love God when you see that he's expunged it. In the courtrooms of heaven, he's declared us free. What a wonderful truth. So I want to encourage you today, when you go, you know, it says that faith is a substance of things hoped for. Faith in the Bible is, is uh, more often than not, or in a lot of places, faith is really almost always, the word faith is pistis in the Greek, and it's a noun, it's a thing. But belief is really from the same word, but it's pisteo, and it's the verb part, um, the, the action part. So Jesus says when you come to him, you know, like in Mark eleven twenty two, have faith in God. And then he says in the next verse, so anyone who believes in me can speak to a mountain and it'll be removed. So we come to God in faith. We come to Jesus um, and faith draws us to him. But then belief is when we go out, when we go and we do, when we come, all these one word commands God gives us, come to me when you're weary and burdened. Go into all the world, Right? Do likewise when you see what you see Jesus doing in the Bible. Do likewise to your fellow man today. And when we go and do and we act and we take a step in faith, our, our, our faith becomes action without, without works, without some action. Faith is dead. You don't really believe something unless you act on it. And once you act on it, the wind of the Holy Spirit blows in you, through you, God moves. I don't know how to explain it other than when you take a step in faith, then God holds you up, he compels you, his power comes through. When you go and take a step in faith to go pray for somebody, you'll then see God move up in their lives, giving them peace, giving them healing, giving them provision, giving them freedom, 
whatever it is that they need, we go in faith knowing that he's with us. All power and authority is given to us through the name of Jesus Christ and by the power of the Holy Spirit. So we can go and do all the things Jesus said in John 14, 12, all these things I've been doing, you're gonna do all these things and more because I go to the Father and I send you the Holy Spirit. Whatever you ask in my name, he says that I will do. Just ask and I'll do it. When we really start to believe every word of God, we see that God is more willing and able and ready. He's ready, willing, and able to do all the things that he said he would do in this word. We just have to take a step of faith and then watch him, watch him move. So I, I just encourage you today to step out of the boat, to try to walk on the water, to believe and receive I thank you for listening to this message. And I thank you for sharing this with anyone who you think might be blessed. Take care, brothers.